The biggest objection I hear when it comes to using email marketing for your business usually comes from a person's personal experience. Like for example, they say, I don't check my email, why would anyone else? And these are the people who have thousands of unread messages clogging up their inboxes. Or I'll hear from younger people who say, I just, I never check email, I only use text. And to be fair, these are the people that also have thousands of unread texts on their phone. But the question still remains, is email marketing dead? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Copy That Converts, the podcast that gives you copywriting and email marketing tips to help your business connect with ideal clients who will actually buy. Consider me your bossy big sister for your business. I'll tell you exactly what to do to create high converting copy so you can close your laptop with confidence knowing that you've created words that work. I'm Megan Wisdom, a certified copywriter and bona fide big sis who's helped five, six, and seven figure business owners make thousands of dollars through email marketing. And I wanna help you do that too. Get Get ready for some no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is advice with a sprinkle of fun as we learn how to create copy that converts into sales. Is email marketing dead? No. And it's actually one of the very best and most effective forms of marketing today. Okay, that's it. End of podcast. Have a great day. Just kidding. I have a lot more to say about this. First off, let's go back to that person who made their marketing plan based on their own personal experience. That is mistake number one for anybody, no matter what kind of marketing you're doing. If you base your marketing plan on the way that you do things, that's a mistake because you are just one person in a sea of bazillion people. And so what you really need to know is what does your ideal client do? What does your ideal client want? What does your ideal client need? Then create your marketing plan. Okay, now that we've cleared that up, let's circle back to email marketing. Why should you do it? Because let's be honest, there are a lot of people who don't open their inbox, who just let things pile up and clutter and never check it. But there's a whole lot of people who still do. In fact, by 2027, email marketing is supposed to be worth like almost $18 billion. And that is two and a half times higher than it was in 2020. Think about that for a minute. Most of us think that online business was at its height in 2020, 2021, when everyone was at home during COVID. So if you happen to be in camp, those were the days, like it's never gonna be as good as it was back then. Uh, Newsflash, it is because 2.5 times higher by 2027, that shows us that email marketing is alive and well. The number of email users and emails that are exchanged is continually increasing. People are still using email. In fact, more than half of the world's 4.2 billion people have been active email users. And that figure is projected to go over 4.7 billion by 2026. So yes, people are still using email actively, despite what your 16-year-old child may be telling you. Now, listen, does this mean that email marketing is going to continue to be such an amazing return on investment as it is now in the future? Maybe not. Technology is constantly changing. We know consumer habits change over time. I can see those consumer habits shifting with this younger generation. I would say, you know, the teens through the early 20s, they don't check their email as much. Now, will they as they become adults? Possibly. We don't know yet. They're used to text messaging. I have firsthand experience with younger people and their emails because you've probably heard me share about my experience as a teacher for 12 years. And as a teacher, I was working in a non-traditional environment in 
kind of a flipped classroom experience. And so a lot of times our students were working independently. Therefore, whenever we communicated, when we weren't face-to-face, there was a lot of email communication. And yes, it made me want to pull my hair out because oftentimes they did not check their emails, even though they knew that was our only form of communication. However, there's a lot of things that teenagers do that make you want to pull your hair out and that might change over time. I will say that um, one out of 10 people have already changed their preference in the past years and they favor text messaging over social media or email communication. So we see that, but will it stay that way? I already see people getting uh, fatigued by SMS marketing. That's text messaging. The reason is if you think people are protective of their inbox, they're even more protective of their phone. And um, it's kind of overwhelming. Text messaging is instant. Whereas email marketing, you can choose the time of day you open your inbox. Like you have a little bit less pressure with email marketing. So I feel like that's a big uh, player as we get into this place of information overload in so many areas of our life. I feel like SMS marketing, this is my personal, my personal opinion It is not based in facts or data, but I do feel like over time, we're going to see people pulling away from SMS marketing or being frustrated by it more. Whereas email marketing is a little less pressure, time sensitive, and doesn't feel so intrusive on your daily life. Because even if you have your phone on silent, even if you have your notifications turned off, that glare of the unopened text message on your phone is very powerful and frustrating. But an email is, you know, out of sight, out of mind until you open your inbox. So email marketing is alive and well. It does not project to be any less so in the coming years. In fact, the majority of paying customers, we're talking adults who have money, not 16 year olds who are still trying to find a job, they are going to be checking their emails. So it is a great investment and a great part of your marketing plan. However, just having access to someone's inbox does not guarantee that you are going to be able to connect with them as a client and develop that no like trust. So you have to find a way that stand out. And data shows that 80% of customers are more likely to purchase from a brand that provides personalization. Meaning, do they know you like as a human being? If you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, does your brand presence matter. Yes, it does. People want to know who you are. They don't just want to know about your product. They want to know more about you. People buy from people. This is where the power of storytelling comes through. You know, I always talk about that and it's just, it's so important. I can't, I can't emphasize it enough. You can hear more about this in episode 11 and episode 16. So check those out. But think about your customer journey as well. Does a person going through your funnel, going through all your marketing pieces, do they feel seen and known? Do they feel like you are connecting with them one-on-one? When you write your emails, do you write to the masses? Are you writing to one particular person that you're thinking of in your mind? That is the better way to write. You can also personalize emails by adding their name into subject lines, into the text of the email so that it feels like you are having a conversation with that person rather than just a whole bunch of people. Another way to personalize emails is by using segmentation. This is a best practice in marketing when you can segment your list so that you are talking to the right people. Maybe you have multiple types of clients on your list. Knowing who needs to hear this message is very important and sending it only to those people, not to everyone. That can make a big difference in retaining clients, but also them feeling like you really understand them. And as we know, that is key when it comes to conversion 
is feeling like the person knows you and they have your best interest at heart and they have a solution to your problem. When clients feel that, they are more likely to buy. So to wrap it all up, despite the rumors you may have heard, despite your own personal feelings about the topic, email marketing is not dead. It's only projected to grow. It is a valuable tool for online business owners and a great way to get a excellent return on investment because most studies still show that email marketing provides $36 to $45 return on investment. Show me anything else that you can get that in. It's very, very hard to find those kinds of returns in many other business investments. And it really only takes a little bit of prep work and a little bit of time. I mean, compared to all the other things that are vying for your time, email marketing does not take as much time as many other things do in your business, but it's so, so valuable. But hey, I get it. Sometimes we feel very overwhelmed at the thought of email marketing about getting a plan in place. It seems to be like the last thing on our to-do list because everything else seems so urgent. And that is why I have created this awesome tool for you so that you can feel confident going into the new year in 2024, imagine going in with a content plan, an email marketing plan in place where all you have to do is set aside like 30 minutes to 40 minutes a week in order to connect with your audio clients and make more sales. How does that sound? So I want you to head on over to the show notes because that's where you'll find a link to get the Confident Copy Calendar. It is a free workbook that is going to help you map out your email marketing plan for 2024 so you can start the new year feeling confident that you have a plan in place, but also you'll get copy tips on how to optimize those emails, give you some ideas for topics that you can write about, and so much more. So it's completely free. What have you got to lose? Just head on down to the show notes and grab your free confident copy calendar today. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I'd be so grateful if you shared it with a business bestie or better yet, leave a review on iTunes because by doing so, you'll help this podcast reach more business owners who can learn how to use copywriting to grow their businesses. And that's what we're all about here. So thanks.